1: Hello everyone, welcome back to Rule the Rouge podcast, joined today by the Mirrors Conor Mummery. How you doing mate?
2: Hi right, Jack, very well mate. how are you?
1: Yeah, not bad, I like, I like being as officious as that now, not just like my mate Con, it's like it's the Mirrors it's the Conor Mummery. Can I just
2: stop you there, what does officious mean? Uh,
1: I've, Well I might have just made the word up, but I thought, yeah. I th- right. I thought it would meant like official like of of an official standing oh I
2: see like, right you know, I'm with you I'm with I you do. yeah well, but, at least I don't work anywhere that I'm meant to be good with words so. So,
1: well let me just see because I have I have form for doing this <laughs> officious assertive of authority in a domineering way especially very you. <laughs> especially with regard to trivial matters <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah absolutely spot on mate to be fair intrusively
1: enthusiastic in offering help or advice Interfering. <laughs> so it seems like I've, it is a word, but I've I've used it incorrectly. But you know, I don't care. We'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, how are you? How are you doing, mate? It's been. It's been a while. You've been on the pod a few times. I think I got you I on have, the, yeah. the the, the damn pod. That was was that was kind of a, a satellite
2: appearance, wasn't it? But yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I have. i been on a couple of times. Been on a couple of times last year, I think, as well. Um, but this is the first time in a long time that it's. Uh, well, probably going to be quite a positive one, I think.
1: I know, right? It's it's quite weird to be back in that uh, back in that space, isn't it? So, all right, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take it from that then that you are generally positive and optimistic about Antonio Conte being the manager of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club.
2: Yeah, how the fuck could you not be? I mean, he well, used to manage well, Chelsea, was, mate, didn't he? You know, I honestly, don't care. He's not Jose Mourinho, is he? Um, that was a thing, you know, when people. Um, God forbid Tottenham fans were excited when Antonio Conte got announced and people were saying uh, yeah but you said the same about Jose you know you said he's a he's a winner and he's won everywhere he's been the, the thing with Conte is it's not 15 years ago it's last season at Inter Milan in a difficult league you know it might not be as good a quality as the Premier League but to win that league with Inter Milan when was the last time they won that I don't know it's, it's
1: probably a, a similar proposition to him coming and winning the Premier League with United maybe
2: yeah yeah perhaps yeah but then again I think United have got one of the best squads in the world that just had a PE teacher for a couple of years but <laughs> we'll come on to United anyway but yeah of course Conte, how could I not be absolutely over the moon especially with you know the uh, the previous two incumbents but um, I mean
1: what you've touched on there because it is a, it's, it's a, you know it's a it's a nagging worry for me this idea that yeah we all said it about Mourinho and uh, I, it's not I, like you to have a nagging worry I, well I know mate I know I, I'll break form though and uh, <laughs> it, having someone like Conte in there there's still just that fear for me it's like how can Tottenham fuck this up
2: yeah you know, of course we're, we're always going to have that but having someone like Conte just makes that slightly less likely I think it's always going to happen but I think having a manager as good as him, you know there's probably only three or four in the world up there with him uh I think it staves that off for a bit longer
1: what have you what have you made of him so far and it's, it's, so not so much in games at the moment, but just more as yeah. sort of his general demeanor how he's been in press conferences that type of thing because he's 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 it's funny, isn't it because for a guy who's sort of you know I I guess he's pigeonholed and I've always sort of felt Mm. really quite incorrectly with Mourinho in terms of being this outspoken brash. Yeah. Whatever. um, Clown of a character. I haven't, you know, he's, he's, he's been pretty low key in kind of his, his, his press duties so far. But what I've quite liked is that he's, he hasn't shied away from the fact that it is a massive challenge. This Tottenham job.
2: Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, Um, Yeah, he's been very sort of, yeah, softly spoken and quiet in hasn't he, compared to how he is obviously on the touchline and after games uh, with the players, which has been a bit surprising, but I suppose it'll probably take him a a while to get into his stride because it wasn't always that way at Chelsea when he was having Barneys with Mourinho and stuff like that. But like, just on the touchline and that, I'm an absolute sucker for that shit, like. I absolutely love it. Him going mad it's because we're beating Leeds at home, you know. He was doing the same when we were playing for tests, which I just love it as well. And that that post-match uh, video that did the rounds of him sort of going up and high-fiving and hugging all the players after the game, I love that as well. It was brilliant. It's so, nice to uh, see
1: that sort of energy back in, is it? Cause like, yeah, it is. He's
2: like Nuno was just like, I mean, barely alive at times. You, you know, just the way he carried himself and the way he spoke. Like, there was just... There didn't seem to be any ambition there. And it, well, it sounds like that was one of the issues as well with the players. But with him, it's just, yeah, he's just all in, it seems. Whereas with Nuno, you felt like he sort of had one foot in the door, which might not have been entirely his fault. But
1: yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because I've sort of spoken about it before. I do feel for Nuno and his time he had here because it does, it sounds like he was sort of heavily undermined and everything. And I guess now seeing this kind of Conte thing, the way it's played out, it feels like really Paratici has just kind of got in any old person and really has known in the back of his mind, because he's, you know, he's mates with Conte, right? And you kind of feel like they've probably had a dialogue all the way along as in like, just give us a nod, mate, when you're ready to come and
2: yeah. yeah, And we'll pull the trigger. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We'll take take Nuno out back. yeah,
1: Pretty much like, and it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously to our favour, you can't, like you were saying, you can't buy into all this sort of shit from other fans and people like that saying, you know, don't get excited, don't get your hopes up about it. You're still Tottenham. Yes, yeah, exactly. What's, yeah. what's the point of? I mean,
2: supporting a football
1: club otherwise, you know.
2: I don't. Apart, genuinely, aside from Pep and Klopp, I, you know, I, mean, I don't necessarily know if I'd like Klopp. I probably would, but who else is going to make us this excited in terms of a manager? Who Who could we possibly expect to be to come in and? be as exciting as Antonio Conte is for us at this stage. I honestly don't know. I don't
1: know. A lot of people were very into Graham Potter.
2: Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he seems I wouldn't, like I wouldn't a... have minded him. I wouldn't have minded No, him. I no, I no, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm being I, I would have been fine with that. I, was, I, was, I didn't mean that, Graham, by the way. Um, I would have been fine with that when Nuno went, obviously, but I wouldn't have thought we had a shout of Conte then either. Um, and now we have. I, I can't. Possibly imagine pining for Graham Potter at the moment. I mean, we won't have
1: to. work. Potter will probably be our manager in eighteen months, and Conte goes to Real Madrid, mate. So you know.
2: Well, yeah, there is that. I know, but there was also that thing about Potter that he he didn't want to come, wasn't it? I think Matt Law in the Telegraph said that Potter didn't want to come and put his reputation at risk at Tottenham working with Levy.
1: You know, you know um, what, right? I don't know how
2: how true that is, but yeah. if if there is a shred
1: of truth in that, yeah, you know, and I don't I don't buy into any of this self defeatist. Tottenham attitude of like, oh of course he doesn't want to come away yeah. for us We're a shambles. Yeah. If, if if that is actually true, Graham Potter needs to give his head a wobble because yeah. he, he is he's a bad season away from just being the next Eddie Howe. You well, know, exactly. if he gets a good opportunity, he has to take it, you know. Um I do have a i I did have a worry that, you know, Arteta might get the chop and they, they were gonna get him, but
2: you know, yeah, it
1: looks like Arteta's still there for I mean, the long haul. Yeah, the
2: worry now is that Arteta might be good, <laughs> which yeah. I, I just I, I hadn't accounted for. Until no, the last few I'm, weeks.
1: I'm not quite ready to, to accept that, no, um, but again, that's
2: something that would be more of a worry if we hadn't just appointed Antonio Conte. So, this
1: is true, this is true. I mean, I was sort of touching there on his, his press conferences and stuff like that, but one thing that you know, I am surprised hasn't caused more of a ruckus. Um, from certain sections of the fan base, is that he he singled out um and in his in his last mm. presser? Did that come as a bit of a surprise to you?
2: I don't know. I mean, I suppose I assume it was brought up, and it's been it's brought up by journalists in his pressers as well because it's been a talking point with the last three or four managers. Um, obviously this is our record signing, so they're going to wonder, you know, if he's going to get a look in, where he's going to fit in, but. It's not. I know it's only been three games, but again, it's not looking promising for him, is it? you know, you don't want to. He's had Conte's had this before with you know Fabregas and Ericsson and that creative kind of player. Is he's, he's eventually brought them in, but they've, they've struggled to convince him early on.
1: It's it's funny, isn't it? Because way the way this has been sort of batted back is you know because obviously people have gone in straight away being like, oh, when not fit enough, which is it, just I just think it's mm. people just having their own assertions
2: based on. You know, uh, yeah, whatever. he's just got that. Th- he just he's just got that thing where he appears that he's, he's knackered, or like all of a sudden, you know, or people have took the piss out of him to where you know he's he's looked knackered after he's come running on as a substitute, you know. I don't I think I've ever done that. Just, to, just to no, say. God, no, absolutely not. But I don't know. I think it's just he's like that. I think he's obviously an athlete who trains however many times a week. He's not going to be knackered, you know, and after ten minutes th- running around a football pitch.
1: I think there are, you know, I'm not don't don't you know. Don't offer me out or anything, Con, but like, Confident. you know, I'm, I'm not going full stats nonsense here, but I believe there are quite a lot of stats to show that he does he does run a lot whenever he's on the pitch. So a lot of this stuff is not true. It, yeah. What people have sort of said more is that this is like you say there with Fabregas and Eriksen, that because Conte is so prescriptive in the roles that he wants his players mm. to perform, a player like Ndombele, who is this kind of mercurial you know, whatever this, uh, this, uh, flair player, he struggles to sort of work with these players sometimes. Um, yeah. But in terms of like it not looking good for Ndombele, there there is also that part of me though, that thinks like, surely though, with Conte, like if a player is just great, you know, if they're making such a great case themselves, Mm. he wants to work with that player. And, it does, you know. I'm not again. I'm not singling out Ndombélé in terms of like I, you know, I've, I've spoken many times on this podcast that I, I love him. I think he's he's a sort of player that made me fall even further in love with Tottenham when I was growing up. You yeah. know, Eugenella's Berbatovs. I think he's very much in that mould. He's such a Tottenham player to me. Um, yeah. But you know, like we're saying, it's it's several managers now that are. I've still got an air of doubt about him, and it, it, it's it, yeah. It, and it maybe in this instance, it's not his fault. He's not doing anything wrong. But it, it, again, it just puts into question. Like, is this like should we maybe just part ways with him? You know, just get get decent money for him. He can go off and have a great career because he would do. He'd walk into PSG's team mm. or Man City's mm. team and probably kill it. You know, he's it, that type of player. Maybe even it's possibly Liverpool. You know,
2: yeah. It's pos- this the thing. This might be Conte coming in and. Possibly testing him a little bit, seeing how hard he's prepared to work to get in the team and, and stay in the team. You know, he's he's not throwing in he's throwing winks straight in, you know, as opposed to Ndombele, and we saw that with Mason. Um and Ndombele must just be a scratching his head a bit at times, to be honest. Because you you sort of got the vibe that Mason was sort of playing not playing his mates necessarily where well, he was, but playing playing players that he's familiar with and knows and with Conte and Ndombele, it's a strange one, because I, I genuinely think he's our most talented player. Naturally gifted, you know, just watching him play football, pass the ball. you know, get out of situations. He, he does a lot of stuff that I couldn't imagine any of our other players doing. Um, and I imagine, you know, it's, it's probably a weird one for the players, because he's probably taking the best out of them all in training every day. Um, but he, he's just not getting anywhere near the team. Um it's you know, then Skip's emergence obviously is is getting in his way as well. Um, he's not he's not going to replace Hoiberg because you need someone like that in there. However much you rate him or not, Jack. Um, <laughs> but you, well, you need a player in that mould, don't you? Because otherwise that'd be yeah. far too lightweight. But yeah, it's a strange one. It's because well, that was a, there was that thing that came out. Ali Gold in in uh, Football London. Um, I think a week or two after Conte joined, saying how how much you like Skip and how impressed with Skip he's been. Um. Obviously, he was suspended for the last game, but it it seems like he's a player that Conte is going to work with, which doesn't sound great for Ndombélé.
1: Skippy and Hobby and what's the other one? Winky. <laughs> winky, that was very funny. That's fair. I mean, that's Bless the name him. for a knob, isn't it? I... its it is a tiny little winky. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> all massive winky. I reckon know. Winks probably has a winky as well. Actually. To be fair, it, so. Oh, definitely. Yeah, a tiny little winky. Yeah. Bless him.
1: <laughs> all, all right, and so you know, we touched on the midfield. It's a nice entry point to talking about the first half against Leeds United because, yeah, I would say in that first half alone, and all right, yeah, I I know I'm I'm often critical of Hoiberg, but I would say even within my lens of not overly rating Hoiberg, <laughs> that was yeah. a particularly dirge performance from him in that first it half, was, and yeah. Winks as well. To be fair, you know, it
2: was it was really worrying up until the second half because. We've seen so many halves of football like that um, under Nuno and, and Jose. It almost became the norm, you know. It's you just look at games like I don't know Palace. I think it was this season, which is well, Palace. Obviously, it wasn't as dreadful as Arsenal, but just those halves where you're watching it and you, the, it just appears like the players have absolutely no idea what they're doing. It's
1: awful, isn't like it? they it haven't counts. been given.
2: like they haven't been given any sort of instructions. They've not they are not working to any sort of plan or system it's just genuinely quite baffling and the thing there is why it was so promising that second half is because we we've seen those performances but we've never seen a reaction to those performances in game like we did at the weekend you know Nuno wasn't blowing down the house with his half time team talks we were equally as you know drab in the second half as we were the first half under him and Jose was the opposite really wasn't it first half we, we seemed to be okay and the zone usually went in leading and then and fell off. Um, so that's why this was so promising to have it the other way around, I think. I mean, it's
1: just, it's, what you've touched on there is absolutely madam. I mean, there are certain things that, although the, you know, we can sort of attribute things to patterns of play, coaching stagnation, um, I think Spooky called it on the weekend, but there are certain things that still just worry me I think like professional footballers, prof- yeah, professional footballers, honestly struggling to just trap a ball and play yeah. play a short pass with a bit of purpose to it, you know, and that, yeah. that's something that just I've been pulling my hair out about for probably two years now, watching well, a lot of people in this squad.
2: When it comes to stuff as simple as that, it, it can only be psychological, can it? And it, it's a confidence thing because those players obviously haven't got to where they are, being unable to trap a ball or make a simple pass. I, I mean, think that's it, purely it, confidence and and psychological. It's it's just
1: it's it's it seems crazy sometimes because I don't know if you watched. Uh, I've been banging on about it all day today because it was just one of those unbelievable Champions League games, young boys against Atalanta last night. Oh um, no,
2: I didn't. I didn't. I saw your tweet about it and uh, ignored it. You, <laughs>
1: you just <laughs> you just see the way that like, especially Atalanta as well, just knock the ball about with such yeah. purpose is just it's unbelievable. And I just think like. It's fucking their tin pot. Well, Even young that? boys as well. Even young that? boys
2: when when young boys played United at the start of the season and beat them. It's just these. A lot of these European teams might not have any uh, any names on the team sheet that the casual fan will recognise, but they always seem to have a coherent system and you know playing above their skill set and stuff like that. and compared to a lot of English teams, it's, it's, it's often the opposite.
1: I wonder, like, I wonder if a lot of this stuff comes back down to you know when people are talking about the way the Premier League is often criticised. This is where I need somebody that actually knows about football to tell me why this happens. But you yeah. just get the feeling that probably a lot of English football still rests ultimately on you know fast, strong players making a physical difference yeah. versus, like you say, these kind of tricky. Technical players, uh, you know, we see we saw somebody like Modric who had no right, you know, he's a little bloke. I mean, I think it was often overplayed how small he was because he was, he was a fucking unit for a little bloke, Modric, yeah, yeah. Um, but the way he just when you saw him sort of step into a midfield that previously had been graced by the likes of Tim Sherwood and Stefan Freund, you know, <laughs> suddenly yeah. watching someone like him like actually spraying balls about. I mean, to be fair, Michael Carrick was. Sort of a similar ilk before that. Um, yes. And I'd say Carrot was probably the first player in my lifetime that I saw playing for Spurs, at least, who could sort of knock the ball about in that position like that. Um, but back onto back onto the Leeds game. I mean, I've got the I've got the stats here, mate. Um,
2: Actually, I thought we weren't going to do this. You <laughs>
1: wore me off stats, Elliot. <laughs> but just some of the just to sort of show the the drastic kind of improvement from the yeah. first half to the second half. So, if we're talking about like, I'm not going to go through it all, but when you're talking about like in the first half, we've got two attempts, neither on target, with a, and I mean, I don't really know what this means, but a 0.06 expected goals versus the second half, 11 <laughs> attempts, four on target with 2.07 expected goals and like 18 touches in the box, yeah, massively outrunning Leeds, outrunning Leeds United. You know, there's yeah. one thing you can count on a Bielsa team to do, and that's to fucking be everywhere, be up in everyone's face. Um, and so I think that, you know, is that is that a massive second half bollocking from Conte, do you reckon, that's done that? Or is it just
2: trust in the process? I don't think it's necessarily trust in the process, because I don't think we'd have seen a, a marked difference like that, you know, within the 20 minute time frame, whatever it was. I just, I, it has to be a, a confidence and motivation thing, which I don't think they were getting at half times when they needed it under the the, the previous bosses. I, I can't put it down, a, a drastic change like that, I can't really put it down to anything other than those things, I think, intangibles, if you like. I mean, do you reckon the booing, I where do you stand
1: on the booing actually? Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know, like, I obviously the United game under Nuno, Obviously, they completely deserve the booing. I thought it was a bit odd, um, given it's Conte's second game and it was half-time. I did think it was a bit odd. I'm, I'm not someone who's going to, you know, have a go at fans and say they can't boo their own players. They pay back get 80 quid to go and watch Leeds. So, I know. you know... Um, they can obviously do what they want within reason it's but, funny because
1: um, I, I was so I was so staunchly against that sort of shit when you know a few yeah. years back I was just so like yeah when um, we were good yeah <laughs> yeah but it, it, you know even before that I was just like nah you don't do it you don't do it and now I'm like fuck it you know whatever yeah I don't know
2: I just I don't have a problem with it at all I just thought it was a bit odd it was can't say second game and it was only half time but yeah Come back to me in a few weeks if we're uh, taking a rapid downturn. I mean, you <laughs> and i made it, some banners. It, yeah. Conte got the Conte
1: out banners. <laughs> Get that bull cunt out of my club. <laughs> um, do you... I mean, the you fan of all is gesticulating and stuff? Because a lot... I mean, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. people... Are, you see, this is the thing. Everyone's sort of... Everyone's sort of standing pretty hard for him at the moment. And I'm... I'm honestly, I'm starting to find it borderline... A bit, you know, come on, have a bit of self-respect at the moment. Like, look, That's not the kind of guy he is. He's always like that. He's, no, no, he's no, like no not him. Not him. I'm talking about oh, the, the it, fans of the it. club and all this. Probably like, right, having a go at Antonio. No, no, no. The club doing the whole, like, he just gets it and all this sort of thing. It's like, look, he's been here five minutes. The, uh, all right. Like, just Yeah, the
2: social media has been possibly a bit over the top. Um, but I don't know. We've, it's been so shit for nearly three years. I'm, you know, I'm not... It probably has been equally shit for people in the club as well who run those channels, so That's you know, fair. Yeah. I'm much, not gonna I'm not gonna you know knowing that basically
1: everything you tweet it's gonna be Yeah, t- exactly the sea of shite, yeah. The time exactly, to delete yeah. this was now though. Yeah, are, exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh you are posting
1: right. that meme again, mate. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah.
2: So you know, I can see why I can see why we're going a, a bit all in and why they're sort of riding that wave of optimism because it's been a while since we felt like that to be honest anyone
1: else stand out for you I thought I've, I'm going to say I think Eric Dyer great performance I thought, from him. I
2: thought Dyer was brilliant yeah I did and he, he just seems like he's always you know whoever we have as manager it seems like he's going to be one of those that, that play regardless of, of who we bring in or what formation we play or sadly it seems like he's always going to be in and around the team which I don't have a problem with to be honest I absolutely love Eric Dyer and you know I think you know it's it doesn't really mean anything, but he, he really does get it. Like, you know, he's we we might have got panned four two, but when he scored at the Emirates and shushed their home fans, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Hello. I'm all of that. Like, Even if he might have been at fault for <laughs> their fucking equaliser <laughs> or whatever it was. But it's just, yeah, I've always always loved Eric Dyer and the only thing I've wanted. He loves is, you as well, mate. So he yeah. does, so that's so I've so Um The only thing I've wanted with him is to be a bit better because like, I love him so much, and I just want him to be a bit better at football. It's Just, but, just switching off there, it. uh, yeah, it, yeah, it is. And just, but then again, I'm not. I'm genuinely reluctant to, to read too much into how players have performed the last couple of years, given the situation, yeah. who has been in charge, and you know how it's all gone. You know, I'm willing to give everyone a, everyone a fresh slate and a few months under Conte to see see what they can do, but. Yeah, I thought Eric Dyer was absolutely brilliant. I thought Emerson as well. He had a stinker in the first half, but then everyone else did. He had a stinker for the goal, but the second half I thought he was a lot better. Same with Reguilón as well. At halftime, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised if he went off, but then in the second half, he was just he was all over the place, up and down the up and down the wing. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to read too much into how uh, how players have been the last couple of years. To be honest, I'd like to see everyone given a. Given a shot under Conte, it seems like that's what he's going to do. To be honest, you know, even with even with someone like Sesigny, on yeah, you know, yeah, I well, it's, was, n- it's nice
1: to see on having a bit of competition now, right?
2: Yeah, ex- yeah, he, he desperately needs that. Yeah, and given that it doesn't look like Davis is going to play left back for us anymore, it he seems to be in the back three now. And yeah, just someone like Sesigny, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if I never saw him in a Tottenham shirt again. But you know, he, he brought him back in. He brought him on. I think it was. Did he bring him on at one one or? the other day, but however, whenever it was, he came on at a really important time when, you know, the the Premier League match was finally balanced and, you know, none of the previous managers um, have have given him that responsibility really and, you know, he was fronting up the press conference today for the uh, conference game, I was going to say Europa, but we're worse than that, (laughs) Uh, the conference game, you know, he was sat there with Conte talking about, you know, how excited he is and it was just really nice to see. I thought he was
1: decent as well when he came on. He looks rusty, yeah, he obviously. Yeah. His touch was like yeah. a little bit dodgy here and there, but you know, you kind of you, you got a few sort of spot. Because it's so funny, isn't it? Like you were saying, like, yeah, this is a player that we signed for thirty million pounds. That was like yeah. lauded around Europe as going to be sort of yeah. one of the best talents on the continent. You know, and just the fact he sort of he's disappeared to wherever yeah. he has done for the past sort of couple Germany. of years.
2: Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We Uh, we we don't mention that country on this podcast, mate. Sorry, I forgot about that. You know,
2: Germany in the physio room, but like I'm gonna have to start the pod
1: with Royal Britannia now, mate. That's uh, I'm not really gonna do that.
2: (laughs) 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 No, just Uber Alley. But like, (laughs) like, just the on. Like I I was looking earlier, and he's only 21 still. Like it, it seems like we signed him when he was what 18 but it just seems so long ago because so much has happened since he joined the
1: club I mean it is mad really isn't it 21 years old to write a footballer off I mean come on exactly yeah it's pathetic
2: I yeah. mean how old, uh, how
1: old was Gareth Bale when he sort of when he finally when he stopped having the start of his career Tottenham career as Sessegnon had Do you know yes. the, you know Gareth what generally Bale's...
2: probably he was probably Sessegnon's age I, I reckon he, probably, he was probably about 21 wasn't he right. are, you,
1: are you on it yeah I'm googling it yeah, yeah go on this is this been an interesting one because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people revise history, a lot of people forget. A lot of people were saying Gareth Bale should be sold. I remember all the message boards back in the day, it was all Bale's washed, he's not going to do anything, sell him to Birmingham. Yeah. They offered us, what, seven million for him? Nottingham Forest, yeah. Birmingham, all that, and then, you know, we're not...
2: So, yeah, Bale. he was he was 20 when he when he first, you know, started having a proper run in the team and, you know, he was 21 when he burst onto the scene in the Champions League but yeah he, he was and the thing is we signed him when he was really young didn't we Bale it seems like we did I think he was 17
1: yeah I think he was 17-18 yeah
2: which is again ridiculously young but it didn't happen for a good two or three years really did it and he had that stat he didn't win in 20 odd Premier League appearances and I think I was at the game when uh, I think we beat Burnley 5-1 or something like that and Robbie Keane Robbie Keane scored a trick and uh Bale came on, I think, when we were like four 0 up to, break, <laughs> oh, that re- to are, break that record. We're a yeah. fucking loser! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: you, be, you but, yeah. being a Spurs fan, you honestly have that fear, though, don't you?
2: Yeah, there's no safe call line. Yeah, obviously
1: nothing, but um, yeah, it would be nice to see. I And then even if you know, even if he, well, I'm not saying he's going to have the trajectory that Gareth Bale did, but like we say, net, it's nice to see uh, Regi on have a bit of competition now because. Yeah he has started to stagnate a bit you know already yeah, and this, yeah. I don't think that I think he is very much a victim of what we've had the past couple of years you know yeah,
2: yeah I agree yeah. Yeah. I mean that's the thing it was he started really well didn't he and everyone was bringing back up um, he got Madrid's bought that ham leg yeah.
1: or whatever he got didn't he and... yeah
2: fucking hell Jesus yeah Mourinho's at it again isn't he now with that um, he bought bought that young lad a pair of Benciaga boots or something didn't he because he scored in uh, Serie A the weekend. Um, yeah it will soon uh, wear off <laughs> it already feels like he's it,
1: it, it, I don't know man he's
2: embarrassed I, I mean know. yeah that fucking whoever they lost to glimped, Bodo glimped, that <laughs> he lost to a team with punctuation like whoever that was well they lose 6-0 that, that's early even for Mourinho isn't it none of that, that that sort of thing didn't happen that early on even at us Bodo glimped. I mean, like you say, Bodo glimped, punk- yeah.
1: punctuation that would uh, give Arsenal fans a wet dream, innit? You know, all those yeah. O's of like weird little things and, and stuff. I mean, weird little things. Someone else's language. You know I mean? Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I am going full fucking Alan Brazil today, are I? <laughs> weird little
2: thing. Oh,
1: dear, the state of it.
2: Um- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
1: So uh, right, okay, mate. So we've we've sort of we've spoken about Conte. You know we've you know, the the elephant in the room is Maurizio Pochettino. Um, now I mean who? Whoa, don't, no, don't I'm only joking. Don't, you know i joking. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Maurizio, Philistin. I mean right. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna put my thoughts on this one out there, right? Because I mm-hmm. I feel at the moment there's a lot of this sort of macho. I'm over Poch. No, I'm more over Poch. You're pathetic if you have any kind of, you know, affection for somebody that was absolutely exceptional for us as a manager. Blah blah blah. I mean, I get it. Like, okay, I and I've spoken about it on here. I totally understand. It's probably unhealthy to be pining for Pochettino for us to be Mm -hmm. actively wanting him to come back in in a kind of in a in a real sense in a you know, let's have him back. I felt it this summer because, you know, massively,
2: yeah. it, it looked like it was going to happen for about two days.
1: Exactly. Um, and yeah, I get it. We've got Conte now and that's fucking amazing. That is great. And we obviously want Conte now. We want to try something mm-hmm. new because, Be <coughs> pardon, we've gone through the sort of Pochettino cycle and, you know, we do want to try something different. We want, we want to see what Conte can do with this with whatever budget he's given Um, it is exciting. The only thing I would say, the, the, uh, now this is the thing I I would say in here now, a a lot of people kind of are taking that as, so just get over Pochettino forever. Like don't, don't kind Mm. of have any sort of sense of either attachment to him or whatever. I mean, that shit, I think is just, is pretty toxic to be honest. I don't really buy into any of that stuff, that kind of you know, oh, I need to police you having an emotional attachment to somebody like that can sort yeah. of, you know, that can get in a bit a bit. The other thing I would say is, uh, I think Pochettino is somewhat unique in in the, if we're talking about the prospect of him one day returning, I don't think it's something we need to just rule out as in this can never happen again, because mm. I, th- I think there's a couple of reasons to this in so much as he's still young. He is still young as managers go. And yeah. there is so definitely a sense of unfinished business with him and Tottenham more so than I think I've ever felt with any manager that we've had in the past. Um, Yeah, definitely. And so I think that is what makes it somewhat different um, the idea of him coming back because it's not just a case of like you know I think Martin Yole, let's take Martin Yol for example he's a manager that there was a lot of affection for a lot of people loved him he he brought the good times back um, to Tottenham for the first time you know, in a lot of people's lifetimes, really. That yeah. was <laughs> yeah. Um, certainly mine. Um But when he did go, as gutting as it was and as gutting as the manner of it was, I think a lot of people probably would have conceded, yeah, it was, you know, we it's yeah. run its course. He'd taken us to a new place and probably as, as far as he could. I'm still not so sure that's the case with Pochettino. I don't know. I, I, just, I just feel... To me, I I just think it's sometimes lost on a lot of people because we're so geared towards this culture of shiny things, of trophies, of winning things, to completely kind of lose sight of the fact that this is a man that took Tottenham Hotspur, literally Tottenham Hotspur, to a Champions League final. You know, it's pretty massive. It's pretty fucking seismic. And... I, I think it's disingenuous to just pretend that like it's a sign that he's a loser or whatever and we don't want somebody like him <laughs> back at the club because we didn't win a fucking League Cup under him.
2: You know? Would you call a man who won the Trophy de Champion a loser, Jack? <laughs> I, I certainly I would I fucking wouldn't. I certainly no, exactly. would not. And he looked so happy winning it as well. Yeah, he did. It was like his second game, wasn't it? Fucking absolute joke. Five years at Tottenham and he wins something there in his second game. Yeah, I mean, what? How, how do you feel about it all, mate? Uh, I absolutely hate it. The thought of him going to United is horrible. I, you know, obviously, you know how much I love him and how much I think sacking him was one of the most stupid decisions ever. And I, you know, I would say, uh, <clears throat> chairman have been sacked for worse. But um, yeah, I really don't like the feel- feeling of him managing Man United. It was a lot easier when. You can only sort of imagine him at PSG and, uh, you know, Real Madrid, because it was just all a bit further from home, but the thought of him bringing back the glory days to Man United and taking them back to the top and whatever is just horrible, and I want him to stay away, to be honest. Again, I, I, I would have felt that a lot more strongly if we were still with Nuno and, you know, still shit, and having Conte definitely lessens the blow, but... Yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of it.
1: It's a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, it, but it does seem to be that it's been a bit overstated, right? That I'm not 100 percent sure that he's going to go to United right now.
2: No, well, apparently, well, they made the they made an actual approach today. Apparently, um, I'm not sure how much to read into the sort of you know the reports the other day that he's ready to go now or you know he's ready to quit PSG they said that in the summer and he didn't I, it, he doesn't seem like that kind of bloke does he he's not going to march in there and you know handing his reg- hand in his recognition um, if it doesn't happen it'll probably be the, it'll probably be the summer um, I do think it's going to happen though I've always thought he was going to manage Man United one day I, I thought he'd probably leave Tottenham to do it um, at some point but nonetheless it's I'm still not a fan of it to be honest because the, the thing is with, with him I love him so much and I always want him in everyone's eyes to be associated with Tottenham and to be a Tottenham man but you know if he goes to Man United and wins their first Premier League since Ferguson when people think of Pochettino they're just going to think of Man United and uh yeah uh, he doesn't deserve
0: that
1: is it i think one of the things that's quite, that is quite interesting about the the united thing um is Sid Lowe isn't it who's the Spain he's the sort of Spanish yeah. football correspondent yeah because i remember listening to him um on a on a pod, I think it was. I can't remember whose pod it was. Maybe Times Pod or something like that. The, the football one, anyway. Before you start calling me a Tory, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he uh,
2: Rod Liddle was it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> fuck, it might have been. Um, but uh, he, I, I, he sort of said around. You remember when Podstina went for that lunch with Alex Ferguson after? Yeah, yeah, the sixteen seventeen. Season? Yeah, he 17, was. 17. I, I remember Sidlow saying on it because it's funny because in the in the UK it's often. We talk about sort of yeah, Pochettino and Bielsa being his hero and all this mm. sort of thing. That's the sort of aspect of his career that's probably quite overstated. When in Spain, they they all know that he's, I believe anyway, he's a he's a big fan of Alex Ferguson, like he's a real oh. disciple of Ferguson and everything that he did with United, um, mm. and has always. You know, had a sort of fondness for the idea of managing Manchester United, which I think I think that's one of those things as well that a lot of people kind of outside, well, in within the UK, lose sight of because they've been shite for a few years. Is that United are still absolutely massive globally? You know, they're they're probably up there with Madrid and Barcelona
2: um, in terms of an opportunity. I'd say, yeah, they're probably number one to be honest. So, you know.
1: Yeah, for a for a for a humble farm lad from you know Argentina, it's uh, yeah from Murphy. Yeah, that's it for a, It's probably a, a pretty big good opportunity, but yeah, you know oh, it's going to be grim. I don't want to. Yeah, see I'm it. not
2: keen. I'm not keen on it. Uh, yeah, I'm really not because I, I genuinely do think they'll be great under him because that, that squad they've got is fucking ridiculous. It's, it's obscene. It's obscene, especially
1: yeah. if they you know dare I say it, add Harry Kane to that as well. It's, you know?
2: Well, that'll make it worse. But they've. Um, <laughs> You know the most expensive squad in the world and they've had Solskjaer who I mean yeah I read a thing today saying they're thinking of giving it character till the end of the season which how have they not learned honestly are you serious yeah I, I mean I, yeah I read saying they're thinking about it but you know I've also read that they're going to get Valverde and Valverde doing, yeah doing interim but is that isn't that just a bit fucking embarrassing for Valverde like we're gonna we're gonna have you until June, until anyone better comes along, then you go fuck off. It's, um... He was managing Barcelona a few years ago and he was decent.
1: <laughs> Michael I would mean, like you say Carrick again. Imagine if they do you just cannot you cannot take the club or the ownership seriously if they continue no. to do stuff like you that. You
2: always think for some reason you always think a player like Michael Carrick, or you know, someone like Andrea Perlo, Paul Scholes, for some reason you think they might Turn out to be really good managers, you know, just because of how they played, the way they played, and the way they saw the game. It rarely turns out like it. I mean, Pirlo looks like he's shit. Scholes would have managed Oldham for about a week. And, you know, and you've got Carrick. Carrick might turn out to be good, I don't know. But you always just be honest. No, he's not. He's definitely not. You just always think that for some reason that sort of player is going to turn out to be a good manager. And, you know, someone like Chavi as well who. I honestly don't know. He won loads of stuff in Qatar though, which including the lottery, oh, which is fucking go. weird by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that wasn't fixed. No, absolutely not. No. No. If there's anyone in needs to win the lottery, it's him. So
1: Yeah, it's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. Um let's uh let's turn our attention to well at the time of recording, tomorrow night, FC Mora. Tottenham NS. NS Mura Is it N S fucking? Research, hell, basic research. I know, you've mate, researched that's, that's, fucking
2: SG You've researched XGs against Leeds, but not, not when we're playing tomorrow. It's not what happens here, mate. It's not what you happens here. In, <laughs> no, no. in this parish.
1: <laughs> you uh, what are your thoughts on the on the because I you know, i I s I'm still seeing people saying we just want to be out of it. We want less fixtures, mm. it's Tim Pot competition. Because to me it's I'm I'm sort of thinking ahead, I'm thinking a nice Sunny, warm summer evening. Everyone down the pub. Tottenham in a, or you know, if we go out there to the final. Tottenham in a European final, whatever the caliber. Where is the final again? It is.
2: I looked at this the other day. Is it Gdansk or something like that? No. Oh, Tirana in Albania. There you go. Fuck I was going to say Albania. But the thing is, I was going to No offence to any Albanians. I was going to say Albania, but I was, like, I was, many, uh, Albania, but I was worried
1: about um, me having another Alan, Alan
2: Brazil moment. May as well go for the hat trick. But in, uh, yeah, all the Spurs lads in Tirana. There you go. Tidy little stadium. Wow, yeah. but em- Emphasis um, on little. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know whether it's more embarrassing to, to, to win it or get knocked out. It's one of them. Whereas, you know, with a Europa, it. I used to absolutely love the Europa and UEFA Cup. UEFA Cup, some of the best nights I've had uh, at White Hart Lane, at the old White Hart Lane. Fucking unbelievable. In, uh, under Redknapp, you know, playing against Wisla Krakow and Dino Mozar, and stuff like that. We're genuinely some of the best nights Do I've had Do you remember that? Was,
1: was
0: it Redknapp
1: or was it Pochettino, that for, Fiorentina game? when?
2: Oh, that's Poch, Poch yeah. Again, Poch? incredible. I,
1: I honestly think that was potentially one of the best atmospheres yeah. I've ever heard in the old yeah. White Hart Lane. Yeah,
2: absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it was. Before, you know, get qualifying for the Champions League ruined it a bit, to be fair, and it you know, we were we were no longer happy or, you know, appreciative of, of being in Europe. It had to be the Champions League. Um and yeah, now we can't even get in the Europa League. The Europa League I always desperately wanted to win because so, you know, that it'd be absolutely amazing to win that. Loads of biggest teams win it, you know. Atletico have won it, Chelsea have won it dunno how many times. But with this, I mean I just I'm really struggling to bring myself to care to be honest
1: i think I, I don't know see the thing for me is it's like it's the inaugural season hopefully the last time we'll find ourselves in it and it's just like at least i don't know just get it over the line because it is yeah. so tin pot you
2: know just it just is do yeah it. it's just it's us well to be fair i think i didn't think about was it was obviously I, I thought it'd be us and roma going all the way but then am i right in thinking that Europa League teams fall into it when they, they get knocked do, out they do yeah so it's even more Tim Pot so we, we could you know. get a you know a rogue decent team which is not what we want
1: no it's not um, but like you say though it, it must be surely it's just that feeling that if we get, if we do get knocked out of it that is proper timpot.
2: yeah it is yeah and losing to Vitesse away was just awful like that game was just shocking it was Nuno you know leaving the complete first 11 at home you know, and just completely dividing the squad into two separate, you know, entities, and which is what Conte said, he said he's absolutely not going to do. You know, he said he's obviously going to rotate, but he's going to take a mix of you know starters and substitutes and what have you, which I think is the way to go. You can't just create that divide like Nuno did with you lot. Who are going to play in this fucking. You know, I've had oat milk in the fridge longer than the Conference League's been <laughs> a thing. And, you know, and you lot are obviously going to play in the in the Prem. Because what that did was just say, you lot playing tonight, what, absolutely no chance of playing in the Premier League on the weekend. There's just no way to manage a squad.
1: I did completely try to justify that at the time. I was just like, well, you know. Obviously, of course, you should be uh, fucking contrarian <laughs> wank. <laughs> <laughs> it, should, uh, it should give them a rocket up the arse, you know. It should yeah, teach oh, them, yeah, yeah. you know, their place in the team is special. And if they want yeah. it, they should fight for it. Like like real men, <laughs> yeah, like the troops, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. With like big big bullocks and all that, yeah. You know. yeah. Oh dear, but well, I mean, we're we're all passion merchants now, mate. We're all we're all big on. Content. Well, yeah,
2: there was that debate on Twitter, wasn't there? Oh, was there? What's happened? There? Well, yeah, just people disagreeing. Actually, I think it was probably Lister disagreeing with someone what? for a change o- o- on Twitter. Are we talking Olly about Ollie Lister? Yeah, Olly Lister disagreeing. Yeah, with someone no on disagreeing Twitter, with someone on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, it, very out of character. Um, <laughs> But so I think someone said he wasn't passionate, or someone said he was, I can't remember. was something like that. But yeah, people call him a passion merchant and stuff like that. And it's I think someone was making the point that it's completely different with him because he's got the uh, you know the tactical prowess to back it up, whereas passion merchants like you know Sherwood and Ferguson didn't really.
1: I bet Antonio Conte is a very is a very firm, but. Lover, lover, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It'd be quite, quite. Well, terrifying. you see?
2: He's, uh, he was speaking about that Inter. What did he say? Uh, inter or something? Only, I mean, like- oh, he's, oh he's
1: just something like if it, on a. It, it, this is pretty grim, to be fair. If we if we're looking <laughs> for toxic things, he said. He yeah. <laughs> he said to his. He said, "Oh, you know, I tell all my players before a match." only have sex with the wife not with the mistress because you, know you, you know you have to put in more effort when you're with wow. the mistress and you're a bit like oh <laughs> mate
2: like... he must love the fucking Sopranos I'm surprised he doesn't say Guma
1: <laughs> he probably does
2: you yeah know? I bet he does yeah I bet he has one does not he well, I, I probably can't say
1: that I don't know we should redacted
2: redacted yeah
1: Com- comment redacted yeah. he uh, <laughs> uh yeah no he um he's he's BDE is what I would say about Antonio Conte,
2: big time. Bald, bald dick energy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that. Yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. And Pop-Up Potch had that side as well. And, you know, the fucking stupid, you know, angry old man inside you absolutely loves it. So.
1: It is strange, isn't it? There is something, yeah. I don't know, like, because I, it, it, being completely honest, right, I utterly detest being around those sort of characters. Like yeah. whenever it's like work drinks or any of that sort of thing and you know, everyone's had a few and like it starts getting a bit blue and the lads start with the fucking whatever, I'm always a bit like, uh, nah, you know, mm. I'm alright with all that sort of thing. And or if you know, even if you're playing like you know when you sort of have a have a fun, supposedly kick about, doing a bit of five aside and that. Yeah. And there's always that one fella that's fucking he thinks he's Martin Keown you know what I mean like <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: clapping his hands shouting at everyone being the sort of Sarge and I just think geezer this ain't this ain't motivating me at all I'm I'm yeah. fucking about five stone overweight I'm just having a run because but then it's a you bit know, fun you I know? think um, a lot of
2: like, they're not not all of them but a, a lot of footballers are you know probably quite simple when they respond to that in completely you know, and, and this, I like, think they want that
1: yeah and this is sort of what I was getting around to is that I, I i often think that like a lot of like what i judge as like things that I would find palatable um i'm <laughs> I'm happy to see done to other people because I have this yeah, idea yeah. that they might like it <laughs> which is ultimately my point here <laughs> no but I do yeah. know what you mean like i i know like again again it's that point in it like premier League footballers to get to where they to get to where they are like they're, they're precision engines like they are they are yeah. elite athletes and they are driven they're all alpha males like they're all driven oh, yeah horrible <laughs> horrors yeah. you know um, and yeah. I think they probably um, one of the big things that Conte's got going for him is that he was a fucking quality player as well and I'd, he's been I'm a-
2: uh, I'm way too young for that I'm afraid Jack
1: I mean I am sort of not really kind of but he was he was class you know he was <laughs> yeah. like yeah. he was a very good player and I think that sort of thing you know especially sort of now he's a bit older now he's not suave he's not kind of got that sort of cheeky cheeky devil type thing about him Mourinho now is just an angry sort of yeah oddly shaped old man that is sort of chatting to a load of footballers who are miles better than him yeah like they're shy, and they probably are just a bit like hang on fella I... <laughs> who the fuck are you yeah you know um, and yeah because people always theorised didn't they they had that whole thing of like oh Mourinho just hates players that were always better than him because he thinks they're wasting their talent whereas I just sort of think like maybe he's just a bit of a wanker yeah
2: <laughs> well yeah you could say that yeah
1: um, one thing I wanted to touch on mate is Harold Harold Harry Kane because I <laughs> that's a very different conversation. We can talk about our shit. Is it though? No? Is it well they're not both Go on. they're both, I don't know, guilty of <laughs> Careful. Yeah, I know. I just that's not that's <laughs> not it would have been easier if it was Wayne Rooney. There's a there's a better do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway. Um why do I do this? Um Harry Kane, I mean are, are you mm. What are you thinking about him at the moment, mate? Because I actually I thought he was all right the other day.
2: Yeah, he was all right. I mean, he wasn't Harry Kane, and he, he hasn't been for all season, has he? I did mean, it do again, you nothing unless, unless, seeing him? Unless we're playing Mura at home.
1: Did it? Did it do you nothing seeing him do what he was doing for uh, old England. fucking yeah?
2: Yes, yeah. Scored what he score? seven goals in two games. Then he comes back and yeah, just nowhere near. I, honestly. I don't know. I do. I think you know there was that thing about him. He's absolutely loving Conte, and that thing about him talking to all the England players about how good Conte is and stuff like that. So hopefully things things will change. And you know, you saw reports from you know the same papers that were carrying all that stuff in the summer about him wanting to go. That you know he's reconsidering now. We've got Conte in, and we're showing ambition and stuff like that. But I, yeah, obviously his place isn't in danger or anything like that. But he really does need to start showing more soon. I think.
1: I mean if the rumors are true that we are actually going proper for Vlajic in hmm. uh, in January it's a it's a pretty big statement isn't it and it, to me it probably indicates that we we genuinely do have some sort of an agreement with Kane now that we're going to flog him in summer
2: I don't know but our man city watching him play this season and thinking that's the player I want to spend 80 million on I, I, he's just completely gone off it like he obviously still has glimpses like he was pinging it around nicely and stuff and finding passes that none of our other players could but he, he, I don't know I I, I, still, I, I, can't, I can't remember the last time he turned in a you know a superb 90 minutes I, I just look at this, these England games though and I do think
1: look when he's in an actual team that sort of is giving him chances he bangs them in
2: yeah well he's yeah uh, but he's not going to have that like, excuse much longer at some because I, I think we are going to get a lot better quite quickly than the content. Um and to be honest, I do I do think he'll Kane will come back. He always does, you know, whenever he has a, a month or two dip, people write him off and he always comes back. It's just this time he tried to leave Tottenham. <laughs> so which we'd never really had before. Um yeah, I didn't like the way he went about it, to be honest. And he's he's uh He's got a lot to do to win me round, which I think would be big motivation for him.
1: What was his thing? Remember he, what he said against Liverpool, you know, when he missed his, can't give me two chances. Remember oh, that f- into you know, the camera. Yeah. Jesus
2: Christ, yeah. <laughs> well, if he scored the first one, we might have won the league last season. But they...
1: <laughs> He went through that funny little phase, didn't he, actually, of saying things. He said it after, he said, love a North London derby, didn't he? After oh, as yeah, well. yeah, that was cute, man. He He soon sort of got out of the habit of that, which was... Probably for the best. He's still
2: he? going to be my favourite person, and he knows it as well. But he's taking the piss a bit and testing me.
1: It's annoying, isn't it? Because I still it is annoyed, yeah. Because <laughs> I still I still can't help it. I still have that little thing, like because I, I I went in pretty hard on him in the summer. I think we all did, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But now I'm just sort of like it still it still triggers me when I hear people really digging him out. I'm like,
2: yeah, absolutely. Oh, and and when it, when that was all going on in the summer, I just let, I, you know. I, I was like, yeah, fair enough. He's a, he's a prick or whatever. I don't. He's not. Harry if you're listening but um, yeah that's the thing we've defended him so staunchly against just tirades of shite and nonsense from other fans and other fucking players the last few years and then he just goes and fucks us off immediately when he thinks he's in with a sniff of moving city Um, and just you know probably assumes we're all going to go back to the way we were but yeah I always said you know he's got He's got a lot of work to do and he's gotta start banging him in. I said if he scored against Arsenal, I'd forgive him and he didn't, so
1: So he's let you down again. Let me down again, yeah. He's mugged you off, hasn't he? I think he's, he's, I think he's yeah, he's he's heard you saying that, mate, and he's uh he's, he's mugging you off, he's making you look a right cunt in front of all your mates. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I'll keep my mouth shut and he might fucking remember where the net is.
1: Maybe he will. But he's not gonna now because you've been talking about him again, so look, mate, come on. should I just i just delete the pod then, get rid of it. <laughs> Um, one one last thing that I I am um, sort of pretty gutted about that I wanted to pick up on because I just had a quick look onto it now is that Christian Romero has apparently got a significant injury. Yeah, you know, this, I saw that. This
2: earlier. little hamstring I mean, thing is. We're just when it comes to that, not it? Mate? We're such honestly pathetic little cucks. You see, every other big club, in air quotes, uh, you know, pulling their players out left, right, and centre of internationals and stuff and we are always like yeah yeah just go, go to Argentina you know just spent 50 million on you go and play there and then isolate for fucking six months afterwards yeah we're just whenever you're ready mate whereas other teams like Man United Fergie used to do it all the time didn't he just put his players out of nonsense you know internationals obviously not tournaments but just this shit like the thing that's one of the, the, the curses with Kane being an England captain as well is he's always going to play yeah he's, he's not going to miss a game and especially you know? him you know the yeah, way. yeah he exactly is. he's always going to want to but he sort of has to, really, doesn't he? Because he's a captain. Like he, he should not have played against San Marino the other night, and he did. Um, but just in general, I think we need to be a lot more, um, yeah, I think a lot, a lot more reluctant to let our players go to the other side of the world for two weeks, play two bullshit qualifiers, either come back injured or with COVID, or you know, after to isolate in a hotel for three weeks in Croatia. I just think we need to put, start putting our foot down a bit more with that.
1: I mean, it, it's hard to know because I don't even know what the actual rules are. How much power do clubs really have anymore, you know? Well, because... I think
2: a lot of the time they just, make Mason Mount fucking missed England duty because he had a poorly wisdom tooth. <laughs> I think I think a lot of it is players and, and clubs come into some sort of agreement, like, you're going to have a hamstring strain uh, in November. And they're like, all right. You know, I, just, I don't think there seems to be any of that going on with us. We just seem to just let them all go and fuck off for two weeks and... You know, come back with one leg.
1: It's just one of those damning things, isn't it? I just think it's they just. It's hard to sort of see that they just don't really care that much about the club we love. You know,
2: well, and to be fair, yeah, obviously I get why. Right now, you know, playing for Argentina might mean more to Romero than playing for Tottenham does, but you know. It's we fucking, pay his wages and we just paid 50 million pounds. We
1: for like, do. Come, we, ah. we pay his wages and we won the Falklands, all right? So, <laughs> exactly. Back in your fucking box, Christian. Um, <laughs> it is fucking gutting to have him out there, man, because honestly, like, Yeah, it really he is, is. He's mustard. I, I'm not even sort of, yeah, it's not even the RG bias in me. It's that uh, he honestly looks like he's going to be like one of the talents of this generation. Yeah, you know, absolutely, yeah. He's, he's unbelievable. I, I, I was watching him the other night for Argentina against Uruguay and he's, just, yeah. you know, he's fucking unbelievable.
2: He is. Such yeah. a good I, I thought he was um, possibly going to struggle a bit early on, having not seen him play and knowing nothing about Italian football. I just thought he might struggle a bit early on, <laughs> given a, a few things I read from uh, people who know more about that sort of thing than me. But yeah, I mean, possibly a couple of ropey. Rookie moments in his first couple of games, but he's just immediately looked our best defender. He's fucking hard, so, yeah, right? he's it's, up it's for it. Gutting. He's so aggy, and yeah, he is. Yeah,
1: you know, you can imagine Conte really sort of, and that's just yeah. what's gutting about him. Yes, yeah, you so just want to see Conte just working with him and sort of moulding him into, you know, getting a, getting a bit of his rashness out, but not losing the fire. You know,
2: yeah, um, yeah. So it's gutting. That's the thing. If it is months, hopefully it's not. But who are we gonna who's gonna slot in there? I think. I really like Tanganga, but I think Sanchez looked quite a lot better in that position when he came on than Tanganga did. He did, didn't he? He um, really did. Yeah, and I, I thought he was a really I, good dug
1: out Dav a lot uh, yeah. in the past, but he suddenly, you know, playing in that position as well. Is a Again,
2: bit, it's, like, he's one of them that I, I'm very reluctant to read into his performances the last couple of seasons. Because playing for someone like Mourinho, when you're just sat there attracting pressure and, you know, if you make one mistake, we're fucked because we're holding on to a 1-0 lead at Wolves for And also, and also, and also let's,
1: let's not forget as well the same Mourinho who in his first training session was like haha you were shit when you were at Ajax we targeted yeah, you in the exactly. Urepo yeah, He's just, oh, cheers honestly, boss
2: nice one I don't, yeah I mean honestly yeah. well, look, we won't talk about him because so I'll say some bad things but I, yeah I thought I'd like Sanchez against sorry against under Potch I liked him and I thought he looked so much more comfortable than he did under Mourinho and Nuno you know, he, he was trusted with a lot of big games, and you know, you didn't. The, the definitely wasn't the reaction that there is now sometimes when he's on the team sheet than there was then. It he probably helped being you know alongside Vatonga or or Toby or whoever he was playing with at the time, and in a much better team. Um, but you know, hopefully he's still young for a centre half. He's mid twenties, you know, and hopefully playing alongside someone like Romero might might get the better of him I, mean, but I wonder what the fuck's
1: going on with Roden I just wonder if he's properly I don't know him I, I really like that
2: nah, I don't know it's a weird one because again he's, he's someone who's had three managers now including Conte and he's, he's not really I know I get it's really early days but he, he hasn't had a look in yet but he's an absolute world he had an absolute world I love him Wales. mate I absolutely love him and I've spoken to Swansea fans who just think he's the absolute bollocks. and my mate I've got a mate a Welsh mate um not to brag, um, (laughs) called Josh, who, like, he follows Wales really closely and, like, he absolutely loves him and he thinks he's the absolute bollocks and he just doesn't get a look in, and they can't see why. But, yeah, I don't know. It it must be something in training that we're not seeing. Maybe it's his... Brother's muggy Twitter presence that, uh, oh, you know, that doesn't help that. That'd be so annoying if you're a professional footballer, wouldn't it? And you just had some little twat on Twitter, mouth and
1: it oh, guess what happened? And you fucking shut yeah, up, exactly, yeah, exactly. Like, well, we had that with but, Brian Lamella for a while, didn't we?
2: Yeah, that was funny early on, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah
1: and he sort of became a bit He he went through that arc, didn't he, of like everyone loved. Our new signings little brother yeah, who's on yeah. Twitter, and then when yeah. Lamella started not performing, yeah. and Your brother shit, kept, yeah, and everyone you was like, hard. fucking Fuck yeah. off, Brian, you <laughs> yeah. fucking shut up. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah everyone thinks about I don't
2: know, I I really hope Roden gets a go because I think he's a very good centre-half. And I think he, everyone massively underperformed against Jose, but I thought he pretty much always looks pretty solid when he was on. I think that was that Liverpool game he fucked up did he, he score an own goal or just laid one off on, put one on a plate for Mane like that, but, yeah I mean you can um, forgive that though, can't I? I mean they're yeah, fucking that, they're I just think that, was, that was one of his first games it might have actually been his first game but apart from that I thought he looked really decent The sort of solid centre half under Jose considering none of our players look solid under Jose uh, for a you know, 21 22 year old centre half I thought he looked really good but yeah I don't know we'll see
1: well it's getting back, mate. It'd be good good to have more British British fellas yeah, in the well, squad, would not exactly, it, mate? Yeah. See, proper go. proper yeah. players. I mean I've I've gone out uh, I've gone full Alan Brazil today, so you know, I might as well commit. Uh um, go all in, mate, yeah. Go yeah that's out. it. Well I'd, well don't know about that, mate, but you know. Uh, <laughs> um, right. Lovely to have you on Connor again, as per usual. Anytime Jack, if, mate. If people want to uh find you on on Twitter or any other of your chosen social media channels, where mm-hmm. can they find you?
2: Uh, at big no uh, <laughs> C as at Connor Mummery C-O-N-O-R M-U-M-M-E-R-Y give him a follow he's uh,
1: you good value on Twitter actually Connor like, you, you often come out thanks of food, mate yeah, you know yes. I
2: have to I, I play it pretty safe because of because uh, of my job and my having a year, but, job uh, and that, yeah. having a job and having a name and stuff like that but uh, yeah I just talk absolute nonsense about Tottenham like I have for the last hour so I wouldn't know anything about that mate I nah, God no, that. no. I wouldn't, not wouldn't, wouldn't think to build a, you know, entire personality around it or anything. <laughs>